about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Welcome to episode 84 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, four stripes. Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, three stripes. Philly, what's been going on lately? What do you mean? What have we been doing? It's a secret. All MNRI all the time. Yeah, secret secret moves now. Back rolls. Back rolls. To leg entanglements. Yes. To cause constant kasushi. Constant kasushi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's our plan. Multi-directional. Multi-directional sumigashis to create constant kazushi. Using, utilizing the Hisa Garuma. Correct, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's many of the words yeah. I can remember. Sorry, guys. We were just very, very excited about the uh, open guard um, tutorial that Gordon Ryan just put out. Who calls it a tutorial? It's a tutorial. Instructional. Instructional. Yes. DVD, come on, DVD, that's ridiculous. Nobody gets DVDs. What did DVD stand for? Digital video disc. It's so weird how you know that. So I know you were old when they came out. Right. Because like you knew what it stood for. DVD was just like a, that's it. There was yeah, no. yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and welcome, finally, to the Gordon Ryan Dick Ryder Club. It's about time. I think I was number three on the list. Yeah, yeah, you were early. Took I you, was uh, took you a long time. He's the second best ever. <laughs> <laughs> you got your face. Uh, <laughs> He's the second best ever. Okay, all right. Yeah, who's the first best? It's Marcelo. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't. I love watching Marcelo too. So I'm. I'm not going to argue. Mm-hmm. But only one is the king. Um, also, I just don't like that nickname. Why? It's, it's terrible. Why is it ter- What? I don't... Come on. Me? That's that's not a good nickname. The king? For like a guy who spends all that time marketing and stuff, like he could have done something better than that. I, my favorite nickname is Gary Tonin, your mom's favorite grappler. That is a great one. <laughs> it's better than King. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. need something more catchy than that. All right. It's we'll not... figure it out for him. How about that? All right. can be his co-nickname. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's do talk about that. Let's talk about, um, I think, I feel like... Um, one that we're get, getting better at getting stuff out of DVDs. Tell them why. It was my idea that we spend an hour each day mm-hmm. doing it. Doing what? Watching the DVD. And then what? And then actually practicing the moves. Drilling. 
What were you saying two episodes ago? Drilling's bullshit. Yeah. I again, Phil, and this is a disclaimer to our audience. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we're talking about. Changing your mind constantly. Right. You have constant gazushi in your brain. <laughs> it's a shift <laughs> all the time. Like I've told, uh, we've told the audience what almost every episode. We don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. However. We're going to share what goes on in these feeble little mm-hmm. minds of ours. Constant of the brain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to share something with you. I don't think it's going to come as a shock to you, but maybe, and maybe to our audience. But the first time that I tried that Imanari role, it felt like I'd never done jujitsu in my life. Like I had, I was disoriented. I had no idea what was going on. You were I, grumpy about it, too. I was really pissed about <laughs> it. Grumpy. Because that's my move. You wanted to quit. So, you I wanted did. to go inside. I, that was yeah. the end of the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you... In all fairness to me, you made me watch for over two hours. It wasn't over two hours. It was over two hours. I don't think so. It was over two hours. I was timing. Because you know my attention span's an hour and a half. Period. I got no more than an hour I don't and know half. if that's true. Even in a two, three-hour seminar... Like, I'm going to act like I'm paying attention. I'm really not. After that hour and a half, done. There is no two or three hour seminar. Hmm? There's no two or three hour seminar. Sometimes. Gordon Ryan's seminar was, uh, I did pay attention the whole time there. Just blew that one. Yeah. Um, Costa Kazushi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up every time you flip flop now. That's I, the. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my flip flopping. Right. It's constant Kazushi. You're right. And I will. I'm going to. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And I've been practicing. Yeah. So, so that was it. I, I mean, you're, you hit the nail on the head. I was really frustrated. Yeah. Like I was really frustrated and I was really frustrated with not being able to do that cross Ashi or saddle position for one, four eleven or honey hole. Or is this it? Huh? Is this it? Is what? Am I doing it right? That's what I like to call that position. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> you do ask that every time, but, but it was, it was super frustrating and it kind of, it kind of, uh, I do that sometimes, but you know what? It was so, it's so funny because, uh, in this, uh, in at risk of sounding like I really know what I'm doing when I, when I don't, everyone knows that, but it's been a really long time, like in fundamentals or in class that we've done something that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not great at it, but I, I can do it. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I can, I, I can see and saying. replicate. Yeah, I understand right? what you're trying to say. Yeah. You, does, okay. Expand then. Cause, well, I disagree with you. Huh? I disagree that you're saying you, you don't, you haven't felt completely lost in a long time in class. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. So I'm glad you said that. Cause I'm definitely not saying that. I'm saying that I, I, for one specific move, it's been a really long time since I had no grasp of that move. I'm not saying that I've got perfect grasp of it with every move that we do in class, because I don't. But with both that uh, cross Ashi and the Imanari roll, I I was lost. Like, I was lost. Mm-hmm. And it was frustrating. But you know what the silver lining to that whole cloud was how long did it take us to get it to where we actually could it actually almost looked like what we were supposed to do 10 minutes right yeah 
And that's like, that's, um, to me, that's, uh, that's a big win. Like I thought it was going to take us. I literally went, cause I, that's why I didn't, why I wanted to quit. I literally thought it was going to take me yeah. hours. You were overreacting big time. I was yeah. really like, I was, and I don't usually get that irrational about things. No, you got really, you were like, I'm, I'm, I was like, like just I'm done. Fi- figure Fucking it out. Done. Just try it for a couple of minutes. Yeah. No, that was funny. I, I'll do that. I'll uh, just mindlessly do it knowing I'm, I'm not going to get it and I don't really care. I'm kind of over it at the moment. I don't want to do it right now kind of thing. Yeah. I've, I've done that a bunch of times. That, I, I can honestly say that's really the first time that I've, that yeah, I've it, done that. If it's something that feels like really over my, it used to happen more. Um, but I would, I would know it's like over my head right now. You just, do and the, I just go through the motions. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what's even happening. Even if I am doing it physically, there were just times I like, I couldn't process what I was doing, but it was the same thing with that. Like I couldn't process. I was just in a better mood than you apparently. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Cause you made me listen to over two hours of freaking instructional. Yeah. Um, but it was the same thing over and over again. True. Kind of true. Um, but I mean, you bring up a really good point there. You do get it though. That that's like even if you're doing it mindlessly, sometimes it you're you're just that repetitive motion. It it gets ingrained, and it like the next time it's easier. The yeah, next that, time it's easier. The next time it's easier. You know, for those white belts who are you know uh, who are showing up to class and they're like, God, there's a lot of moves to this. And then they're like, how do they do that? It's just doing it over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. That was similar to the, well, before I, the, I think, I don't know. Did we say it on the podcast or were we just talk? Oh shit. What? I forgot. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. Oh no, no, no. Okay. I can't remember if I said this on the podcast or we were just talking about it, but I was working with Charlie one day on a move that I wasn't understanding. But like, instead of being frustrated, I just kind of threw a couple reps out and I just, he was trying to explain stuff and I knew I wasn't going to get it. So I was like, I'll just, I'll get it next time. Yeah. Like I've gotten a lot better at accepting that without like beating myself up for not understanding what's happening and just knowing like, I'm, I'm going to figure it out the next time. Cause that's now happened so many times, Mm -hmm. uh, where something finally clicks and I don't, I don't really care if I don't get the move right away anymore. Mm -hmm. It used to be really irritating, but it's kind of, but it's funny because you stop caring if you get the move anymore, but you just get the move now more because you've been exposed to more moves. Yeah. And like, I never got frustrated. I well, never got was, frustrated in class about it because John would always say, Hey, if you know, especially on something that's, you got multiple steps to it. You know, he's like, if you don't get it this time, it'll come back around. Right. I mean, that's great advice. Mm-hmm. It'll come back around and, and next time you'll be better. You're not going to be perfect. You're never going to be perfect in any of the moves. Yeah. But, but, um, you know, just finding that those tweaking, those little things instead of actually learning the movement is what I'm finding myself doing more now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with the Gordo stuff, we did that in a private a long time ago and I never, I never felt like I understood what was happening. Like same here. every time I did it, I had to be walked through the steps. Yeah. I, I couldn't make the entry good. But then this time, now that I came up in class recently, it was easier to follow along, even though I've never really gone back to do that. Like, and I've maybe tried it like two or three times ever, you know? Here, um, me too. And 
Well, I tried a lot more because, you know, whenever I do that, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to try that move. And I like half guard, right? Mm -hmm. And so whenever we got that private, I did it. And what I realized when we went back through the move is I was and I was doing it and I was getting smashed. And what I didn't realize was there's a, only a certain situation where you really want to do that move. And that is whenever your opponent is driving into you. Right. Yeah. And got their maybe their stance is a little wider, gives you a little bit more opening to do it. So it's not the right move every time, except for, you know, how I am. I'm going to try to drill that move whenever I do something. And mm -hmm. it just it, I got discouraged because it wasn't working because I wasn't doing it at the right time. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think those are all good lessons. And um and I'm excited. I, th I think this, you know, out, we're kind of doing an hour to an hour and a half a day, right? Of watching and drilling. And we're through most, I think we're on the last of the teaching part mm -hmm. where he's doing multiple combinations, right? He's doing multiple combinations of everything that we went over, right? Yeah. Is that what he's he was He's tying doing? some stuff together, yeah. Multidirectional sumigations. Correct, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, a mixture of Ashiwaza and Tewaza. Definitely, yes. <laughs> I just know the audience is getting so annoyed right now. We're listen. We're, we get excited about things sometimes with jujitsu, and right now we're excited about learning Japanese terms for all the jujitsu names. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's terribly hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go through the list. I know because it's so long. Yeah, you already heard the it. Kazushi's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Kazushi. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Um, but um, what what do you think has been uh, like most helpful with this kind of doing this? Because this is, you know, listen, this is an area of your game that really needed help, right? I don't know about that. It, it's true. It was, so. it was pretty solid. If by solid you mean anytime you're an open guard, it was getting passed, then yes. I was working my side control escapes from open guard. <laughs> Then yes, that was very effective. <laughs> yeah, no, I like. Um, it's very basic. There's no. Um, there's no like fancy guard positions. Basically, like he's not getting into any like entanglements that I haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty neat. A lot of uh, just arm drags and and different two on one grips, um, loading stuff up into butterfly sweeps like I've already seen before, and just the idea of going back and forth, which is something I've always struggled with because like, I think I had that realization one day talking with you that I always expected this sweep to just work. Um, like from the closed guard, I would just try to like scissor sweep and just like try to get that. And when they posted, I was like, dang trash it sweeps trash, you know, without ever considering you know, go the other way, you know? Mm -hmm. So this, this kind of puts a lot of that in, in, in a way that makes sense to me. And it's all, it's not like there's 40 step, you know, sweeps. It's, it's all really basic stuff just, um, and it's presented in a way that I like. So it seems to make sense. Yeah. I mean, um, I love the way he presents it. I like that he has, uh, at the beginning of each sex section and at the beginning of the instructional that he has goals, you know, I think that cause you're like, okay, what do I need to, concentrate on in this section and he gives you those goals you know the kind of the um 
um, higher level uh, understanding of what you're doing. And he explains it. He explains everything in a really easy to digest and understand manner. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes with the Danaher stuff, it's, it's, you know, I don't want to say over my head. Probably that's probably the best term to use. I mean, I, I think it, I, I, he, he doesn't explain it to me. Gordon Ryan does a better job of, of kind of breaking it down to its simplest form and kind of using an economy of words with what he's describing. What? What was that last sentence? Economy of words? Yeah. Where you Did you say, just John Donaher the sentence about keeping things simple? No. Con- economy of words it just means you're using less words to say the same thing. Economy of words is easier than saying using less words to say the same thing. Uh, you fancied up that sentence pretty good right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, well, that's another thing through watching it with when drilling the moves back and forth. If I just sit there and watch it, everything makes perfect sense because they, oh, yeah, they make it, it look so easy. Yeah, sure. You know? I'm yeah. like, yeah. I, how could I ever forget that? Imagine that. Gordon Ryan can do an Imanari roll. <laughs> like, so the sweep just works. So, of course, when I go to do it, it's going to be just like that. Uh-huh. And then they cover, like, what happens when it fails. And then, like, different reactions. So, I think this one did a better job of, like, making that clear. So, I could almost, like, turn it off. Because I don't need to worry about what happens when it fails yet. Like, I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. figure out what happens when it fails as soon as I try it, but like I need to do, I can only take in so much. So doing, um, just kind of knowing where to focus. Like I just need to worry about the first part right now because Mm -hmm. I'm getting too far ahead. If I personally start thinking about four steps ahead of something that I don't know how to do yet, Mm -hmm. it's pointless because then when the move is depending on a certain reaction, the person's not going to give me the reaction because I didn't do the first part. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm, I'm starting to realize when, things get ahead of myself um, and where I can kind of cut my focus off. So, which is what I think is so good about going back to watch things a second or third time or want to see John teach something for the fifth time. I'm like, Oh, that's what he means. Mm-hmm. So he's always said it, but like until I go through an experience and break it mm-hmm. to see like this person's going to give that reaction. Well, they're not, if you don't do it right. So mm-hmm. get to that first part, right. And then they give that reaction. So then you can answer the next question. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I think Gordon did a better job this time of kind of breaking those things off. So he did like Mm -hmm. the super basic one, which is all I need right now Mm because I'm starting from scratch and then go back in a couple months, try again. And yeah, people do do that. I do put my foot there. I do get stuck here. Mm -hmm. So like then those things will make more sense and I'll be ready to take that portion in because I'm reviewing the first part versus in the past I've watched, I just sit there and watch them all, you know, Mm -hmm. like how could I forget anything? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I I agree with everything you said, except that John says the same thing. It says it all every time because he leaves stuff out just on purpose. I think sometimes Mm -hmm. he waits till we're ready to hear it, to say it. Yeah. He just knows. It's not true, ladies and gentlemen. He says it every time. Um, but, but you know, the other thing that I like about um, a lot of the stuff that we're doing as well is that we're actually, whenever we're doing this, we're learning the defense to these things too, right? Mm-hmm. Because whenever we're doing that um, arm crush sumigashi, the, uh, the, the defense, he 
pointed out. He said, you know, your partner for the defense is going to want to get their head over your head. And I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I didn't, I didn't know that was, I mean, I just, if somebody gets me in a sumigation, I'm just going to roll over because I, you know, I didn't know the defense to it, but, but that made a lot of sense. And I, I like that part of getting that, uh, that defense to what you're doing and also the defense to all the positions. Now he's got an answer for the defense to everything that you're doing, Mm -hmm. but it's nice to, to, to kind of get that from someone at such a high level that, that knows what's going on and knows what the reactions are to kind of put it together, together in your head. And I can imagine, I can only imagine if we, if we, you know, do this and keep this in the rotation and, you know, every six, eight months, it comes back around, right. Where we, where we look at this and drill it again, it's going to be like watching it for the first time mm-hmm. again, you know, I mean, and because we're going to get so that much more out of it, I think whenever we do this, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, I think that's why it's important whether, you know, you do it or not to have that library, to be able to go back to, to, to have reference to, and to, to work. We're on. Just, so. They'll just be a new one. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> just be a new one out. Got to get I mean, that new one. There is a reason why BJJ fanatics text me on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, eight hours left. <laughs> eight hours left. By the uh, top tip out there for everyone, I'm going to give this away. BJJ fanatics going to be so mad at us because mm-hmm. we got such a wide listener base. Um, if you leave something in your cart. Close the page. Close the page. Go out. Within eight hours, you're going to get a coupon code for at least 15% off that. So top tip, whenever you're ordering anything. And by the way. Works on the daily deals. The, it Huh? It works on those daily deals. Yeah, it works on everything because yeah. this was Gordon Ryan's. Well, it works on the stuff that's like 15% off or 50% off. I mean, half off. Yeah, yeah. You know, it works on it works on everything. It work, even work, like, you I didn't would, think it was going to work on the thing that was already half off. Oh, no, it, work, it works on all of them. And, mm-hmm. and and I didn't think it was going to work on the Gordon Ryan one because it was, just, what, we got it the first, was it the first day it came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got it the first day it came out. So, you know, I didn't think they'd be giving any deals on that, but but they did. So, top tip. So, if you're buying an instructional, just simmer down, let it sit. It's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, it's really, I know you especially yeah i don't have that kind of patience you were not not one that at all i don't have that not one at all nope yeah so yeah that that's your tip of the day um anything else i'm super excited about i like it i i i like open guard that's mainly what you know half guard and open guard is what i play a lot so it's really it's really nice Mm -hmm. anything else philly on the uh on the uh, instructional? No, I just got to actually go there and drill. Yeah. Practice the stuff. Try yeah. to make notes. And then try to incorporate it and see what's working and what's You're not. You're getting good at that coochie. Double coochie. Mm-hmm. I was doing it anyway. I just didn't do everything. I was like trying it. Uh-huh. Uh, That's the... Because uh, I saw Marcelo go for it. Double coochie is what it's called. We call it the coochie because it's funnier. Uh, and that <laughs> is whenever you put your uh, feet... When you're on the bottom open guard, the person standing in front of you, you put your feet, sticky feet, by the way, behind them and pull, have one action leg and you pull with oh, the action leg and push with your 
hands on their on their thighs on their thighs. Do you think everybody can picture that? Because you always make fun of me that they can't picture the moves that I'm describing, Phil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Do you have something better to offer for you that? Just trip them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. You're right. You're right. So moving on, our second topic. Um, the second topic is. Is it recording? You're looking at the screen like it's not recording. No, it's recording. It's okay. recording. I was just, I kind of did All a right. stutter you, step. You stared at it. I, I was like, none of that recorded. I was like, damn. Yeah, no, it's, it's recording. Um, this next subject is something that um, it, it happens, right? Uh, is the, that you're scared to roll with somebody, right? Doesn't happen. Uh, and you know, full disclosure, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's apprehension or something whenever I go to a new place and roll but not really. I don't really have that. Like I, I feel like that we know our training partners well enough to a, a know who to be careful with B, um, know who I don't know. Take it. I'm getting a little flustered, Phil. Yeah. Where were you going? Well, it's just being scared. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it, but it came up, right? It came up mm-hmm. and, um, it, with one of our teammates and they talked to the person about it, by the way, very healthy way to approach that situation, mm-hmm. right? Is to go and say, you know, they went to them and said, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm scared to roll with you and, and I don't want to be. You know, and that's super healthy. And that's certainly the way I would recommend approaching that situation. If you were, have you ever had it? I used to be scared to roll with everybody. I wouldn't do it. Oh yeah. You would. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't roll with anybody until I shamed you into it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's all it took. Yeah. No, cause it's, it's a, I don't know. Like I think it depends on the school too, because we don't have a culture that, promotes that behavior of like injuring other people or being extremely competitive with teammates. Um, right. I'm sure it exists in other places. So that probably is a different situation, but like with us, we don't have that problem. So it would more be, I think a confidence issue or just not wanting to get hurt when mm-hmm. you see a big size difference. I mean, there's certain people I'll look at and it's like, you know, it's not going to take much to like injure you know, if they're a hundred pounds more than me. It's not out of the question. I mean, like somebody being 250 pounds isn't exactly uncommon. Right. You know? Yeah. So like a hundred pounds is a big deal and not wanting to get hurt. Um, I don't think it's unreasonable to not want to have to deal with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with, with all those things. I would expand and say um, it is, I, I think it is important to address it because that person, you know, the the person that they're not rolling with, it's going to be noticed by that person, right? I mean, that person, if you're not rolling with somebody, they're going to they're gonna notice that you're not rolling with them. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. And so... 
so it's better to address it than to have them thinking, wow, man, what, what's going on? Why, why is somebody avoiding me training wise? Right. Um, whenever there's really no reason to. And so, uh, you know, I think, I mean, there's, <laughs> and it's funny there. I'm, I'm not afraid to roll with people. I, I know the outcome of what it's going to be whenever I, you know, go against a Lee or Wilfredo or somebody that's really, or John or somebody that's really good, but that's part of the fun of it too. You know, a getting smashed B seeing the progress you, you make, you know, it's going to be incremental, right? If they're, if they're way better than you. And also, you know, they're likely, you know, I'm going to go backwards. Just it's, a step. I think, yeah, I think it's all a size thing. I don't think people are, well, maybe no. not. I, yeah. Okay. Maybe not. It's yeah. Not, it's not all a size, but, but I, I'm also going to say, you know, um, that person you're dodging that, that first role probably is not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, um, unless you do it the right way, unless you kind of approach it and confront it and say, Hey, here's the situation. Here's what's going on in my mind. I know it's not a rational thought, but I just want you to know, you know, and then, uh, subsequent times after that, you know, you're going to find, you're going to find that, um, a, it's really good to roll with people that are a lot better than you because you kind of, you can kind of take it all in and you can kind of uh, process and see in different situations what their reactions are so that you can be better and do those reactions yourself. And um, number two is that they're going to leave more openings for you if you consistently roll with the people who are better because they, I mean, yeah, sure. They're probably practicing their things, their setups on, on, uh, people of similar size and, and yeah, sure. You know, you might get submitted a few times in the round, who cares? Uh, but there you, you'll find that if they are that much better than you, they probably know how to take care of you as a training partner as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And not hurt you, not wrench something, not, you know, not slap something on really hard. So, um, now conversely, if, if you're scared to roll with somebody because they're, you know, out of control or anything like that, don't roll with them. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if it's a, a new white belt, that's big and you know, you're smaller and, and, and you, you don't want that issue. Don't roll with them. You don't have to roll with everybody. I'm not saying that you have to roll with everyone, mm-hmm. but what I am saying is you're going to benefit from rolling with those upper belts that you're scared to roll with. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think the fears just need to be addressed individually because there's people who don't want to be smashed because they're like claustrophobic and then they need to work on that. Uh If you're, I don't understand the, I don't understand the fear of training with upper belts simply because they're better. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, that's you're You're never going to get holding yourself back at at that. Yeah. At that. Yeah. You're never going to get good at defense if you don't, you know, I don't think you're going to get good at much of anything. Well, I mean, I'm not really doing a lot of offense with people that are that much better than me. Yeah, you're not learning their offense either. It's true. You're you're limited to what you know. If you never, if you never play or roll against people who are better to bring up your level and show you what's possible, then you don't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. 
You're right. That you learn. I learn more from every way. You learn more every way you lose than than when you're winning. I mean, you can fix different things and work on. Like I have to go lose to go try the things to implement the ways I lost against someone else. Mm -hmm. There is no just like. Otherwise, you just do that one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't understand that one. That doesn't make any sense to me. I think that's probably the worst mentality you could have to avoid somebody simply because they're better. Like claustrophobic stuff, if you know somebody always does the same thing, like, like I know when I roll with Ryan, I'm going to be on the bottom of Neon Belly in the Mount, and that yeah, sucks. Terrible. But like, <laughs> it's terrible. You know, like it. It doesn't bother me that much. Like, you know, like I don't, um, I don't struggle with like a claustrophobic thing. So I'm okay with it and it helps other people don't feel so bad. And and listen, if you are claustrophobic like that, you know, we had, we had someone in our, uh, one of our training partners was like that and they've pretty much gotten over it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, just let, let people just keep avoiding it and it goes away. Yeah. No, that is not, that's not how you do it inoculation small small doses of it you know mm-hmm. and 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 your training partners are going to know that right and they're not going to they're not going to sit there and smash you unless you're a total asshole and they're probably not going to last long anyway to where they could smash you um you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i want to take this to a, a, a different angle too just with some advice for the you know brand new white belts right brand new white belts that you got a ton of enthusiasm right i mean i was there i had a ton of enthusiasm you don't say yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and was terrible i mean i'll admit i was terrible to roll with until you know legs and others you know kind of really taught me and not by just smashing me but telling me you know and john telling me over and over and over again <laughs> like just that's you know it, it, he didn't say it this way but it's an asshole move to just have two minutes you know, and not last the rest of the round, go two minutes and, you know, whatever. So that, that, and, um, also, um, whenever you're, I don't think it's that bad. What? I have no problem if you do that. Like if I roll somebody newer and they, they have two minutes of fury and then they're nothing for the next three minutes. I don't care. No, but if they quit the roll, well, I mean, that's, no, it's a, that's not a cool move. I mean, it's not a cool move, but to me, it's like, this is, this is what you're training for. Like you got two minutes and that's what you got. And then you physically give up. I'm, I'm okay with that. Because a lot of my thing is like, I'm not going to physically manhandle somebody yeah. through their two minutes of fury. It's going to be done like differently. And a lot of it's to drain that person so that mm-hmm. when they're not that energetic, that's when the. I can take my turn basically. And if you totally quit, I take that as a victory for myself. Sure. That should not be your goal, obviously. Right. But like, I don't think it's as bad. I think you're probably harder on it. Cause you Cause I did, it. did it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like I've, it. I've never like quit on somebody. Yeah. I have. I yeah. mean, whenever I first started, yeah, I have. I'm just clearly making that point very clear. I know. I know. I'm not a quitter. Obviously. I know that film. <laughs> I mean, you didn't roll for six months, but yeah, um, <laughs> I just quit on myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um, but, but, but also if you're rolling with an upper belt 
and they um they're likely whenever you're first starting it's not likely that that upper belt's going to abuse you and and um just submit you over and over again uh and they're going to let you work a little bit pass a guard stuff like that um but make no mistake they can submit you over and over again if you're new in your white belt just remember that remember that that those that because they want you to be they want you to be one of their training partners right so they're going to give you try to give you the most enjoyable experience that that they can and that doesn't mean submitting you over and over again it means letting you work and see different positions and and then the the upper belt be working on their escapes their side control escapes and guess what you may catch them you know you don't have to celebrate or keep tabs of who you've submitted and, and who you haven't because um, it's not important because it's, it's you know Phil you pointed out it's not a competition in training it's training right it doesn't matter what positions I mean it, I don't know how many times we've tapped each other out you know I mean it's you tapped me out one time yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> daily um (laughs) but but uh with everything but chokes um but 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 yeah just just realize that um that they're trying to make that an enjoyable experience so you should you know enjoy that experience and and um and reciprocate it whenever you get to be that upper belt as well Mm -hmm. you like that advice phil yeah that's pretty good I'm scared of Muay Thai because they punch me in the face. No shit, man. Kick I'm me right there. in the fucking head. I don't like that. <laughs> I see it on that thing every time. It's like uh, till to, till you're eligible for promotion. You've got 96 more classes before you're eligible for promotion. There's <laughs> <laughs> still those four Muay Thai classes that I went through, and I was like, nope, not doing that yeah. anymore. Don't like being punched. Yeah. Just seems like people get hurt more in the striking arts. Not all about that life. Yeah. I guess if you were good at it, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Right. Right, but it's not that's the price I'm gonna pay. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> Takes so long to get good at it. Yeah, at anything really. Uh, I got one. I got one other subject I want to talk about. Different names. It was posted on uh, the uh, Beauty and the Gee. Yeah, Beauty and the Gee podcast. The different names for the same move. We've already named one of them: the Crossashi Saddle Honey Hole Four Eleven. And what was it? What was the other one? I don't mm-hmm. know. But that that's all the cross-off position. Uh, then you've got the Bravo choke, which is also known as the Darce choke, mm-hmm. which is actually should be called the DRC choke because that was one of our training partner. Shout out to Troy. His old professor was Joe DRC. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't know that. Named after him which was a Bravo choke uh, named after hmm? Eddie Bravo. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I drove John crazy. Yeah, I remember. I that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, what else? What, what are some other ones? I don't know. Come on. I don't know anymore. We should we should have reviewed that before. Yeah, that's that, some so blanking that. big time. Yeah, me too. Anyway, that's 
that was a, a everything's just got weird names. Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody calls different stuff, different true. things. That is true. That is and true. then they describe it to me, and I just I can't follow that. I don't ever understand what people are saying when they describe things to me. <laughs> that really, is true. really need to see it. That is very true. Very true. You are a visual learner, Phil. Well, I've wasted a lot of money on audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a video book, please? <laughs> Have the author actually reading it. That would be terrible to watch, wouldn't it? <sighs> yeah. That's great. Um, also, we, we need the listener's help. We're on episode 84 today, right? Mm-hmm. And that means we're 16 away from episode 100. 15 now. 15 now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And uh, so we need your help for ideas for the 100th episode. Um, so get on that BJJ campaign podcast Facebook group and give your suggestions. We'll post something up about it. Uh also, Role Model Camp. I think they said they have like 150, 200 in roll right now. That's in August. I think so. Yeah. All women's camp. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't read anything recently about it. So I don't know. Yep, they're but, still having it. I'm pretty sure still on. I haven't seen it's canceled. Yeah. But yeah. I don't. I don't remember the date off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't either. Um. Also, tell the listeners how they can help us out if they choose to do so, Philly. You can buy a small to a large rash guard. 135 to 170 pounds. We've got a rash guard for you. Most, yeah. It's been said, the most comfortable rash guard that anyone's ever wore. I do like that one the best. Yeah. That was said by me, but it still counts. Yeah. Um, a couple t-shirts. Yep. Some hoodies because it's like 94 degrees out. Yeah. Buy your hoodies today. Yeah. I might have to go sell, put a sale on those things. <laughs> Um, and then share the podcast if you yeah. want. Send it to somebody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, during this time, support your, you know, local businesses. You know, just a shout out to uh, Boomer and, and Toro, uh, BJJ. Uh, you know, it's basically all the shirts that I wear mm-hmm. is uh, Cage Side. Uh, I think it's CageSideMMA.com. And, uh, Go there, check them out. They've got great geese and um, t-shirts, funny t-shirts, um, all kinds of stuff. They've got you know Muay Thai stuff. They've got gloves, pads, um, you know everything you could think of for for MMA or jujitsu. Um, so go look at that Toro BJJ. If you just put that in a Google search, you'll find it. Um, anything else, Philly? I don't think so. Right. We're pretty much good. This Thanks time. for listening. We appreciate you guys. We don't say that enough. We appreciate you. And uh, if you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll.